The Kutusikha is Chelek Tazayin Vespatim Gimel. This Sikha addresses the halacha that if a person steals an ox or a sheep and sells it or slaughters it, then he has to pay five times the amount of the ox, four times the amount of the sheep. Why five for the ox and four for the sheep? Rashi brings two approaches. Rabbi says that the Abishar takes into consideration the shame of the person, the dignity of the person. Since he had to schlep this sheep on his shoulder uh, and it's embarrassing, we deduct the fine to four times instead of five. Rebbe Meir says we look at the importance of work. Since the shir, the ox, couldn't work, we therefore raise the amount of the fine to five. So we have a number of questions. Number one, why does Rashi need to bring two reasons? Number two, why does Rashi mention the names Reb Yechid and Zakai and Reb Meir? Number three, when Rashi phrases Omar Reb Meir and not Reb Meir Omer, he seems to imply that they're not arguing. And the question is, of course they seem to be arguing. First of all, they're saying two different reasons. Second of all, if you look a little bit deeper into it, you will see that Reb Yechid and Zakai, his starting point for the fine is five and lowers it to four in the case of the sheep. Reb Meir starts at four and raises it to five in the case of the ox. And the next question is, why does Reb Meir and Manzakai come first, especially since in the sources, Reb Meir comes first? So to answer this last question, we can say that since Reb Meir and Manzakai's starting point is five, and the Pasuk also starts with five, Chamisha, before it says Arba, this implies that the Pasuk also holds or, or approaches this, that the starting point is five, and we just lower it to four in the case of the sheep. In that case, Rabbi Yechonim Zakeh is more consistent with the Pasuk, and therefore, Reb Meir comes second. But that raises the question, why do we need Reb Meir in the first place? Why can we just go with the approach of Rabbi Yechonim, which is consistent with the Pasuk? And the answer to that is that a question could be raised on Rabbi Yechonim's approach. And that is, if the starting point is five, why lower it to four in the case of the sheep? What does the victim gain from the fact that the thief was embarrassed? Why should the victim lose out just because the sheep, just because the thief was embarrassed? And therefore, Rashi brings the mayor's approach that the starting point is four, and we're not taking anything away from him uh, because of the shame of the thief. We're just adding in the case of an ox because of the loss of work. And according to this, we can conclude that the mayor and the zakai are not arguing. They're just coming from two different perspectives. Rabbi Yechonah is coming from the perspective of the thief. From the thief's perspective, we have to uh, charge him. We have to give him a high price, a high fine. Rabbi Meir is coming from the perspective of the, of the, thief, of the victim, the nignav, and the starting point is four. The question then is, why use the names Rabbi Yechonah and Rabbi Meir? So in order to explain this, we're going to connect this to a different argument between the mayor and Rabbi Yechonah ben Zakkai, which explains why the Torah differentiates between a thief who steals in the dark, who steals in hiding, and a robber who steals in the open. That a robber only pays once, only pays the principal, and a thief pays double or four or five times, depending on the circumstances. So Rabbi Yechonah ben Zakkai says that the reason why the thief pays more is because he, he did not respect Hashem. He, res- he respected people by hiding from them when he steals, but he did not respect Hashem. He pretended as if Hashem can't see him. The, the Rabbi Meir explains that he gives an example of a person that made a party and invited uh, all the townspeople, but didn't invite the king's family. So he says in this case, the thief, he invited all the townspeople, meaning to say he looked out for the, the, the thief, but for the victim, by not 
uh, uh, stealing in his face, but he didn't care about Hashem. So if you look at these two approaches, you will see that Rabbi Yechonim and Zakkai is talking primarily about the crime of the thief, that he didn't respect Hashem, that he didn't have the faith in Hashem that Hashem could see him. If you look at Reb Meir, Reb Meir is actually coming from the approach of the victim, saying, look, at least the victim got some respect. At least he respected him by not stealing in his face. And therefore, it makes sense why Rabbi Yechonim and Zakeh gives a higher fine because, because of, the, of the thief's crime and his lack of faith. Reb Meir gives, starts with a lower point because at least the, the victim got some respect. And now this explains, this is consistent with our Rashi here, where Rabbi Yechonim Zakeh is coming from the perspective of the, of the thief and the mayor is coming from the perspective of the victim. The question is, what about the aspects of Rabbi Yechonim Zakeh where he says he focuses on the dignity of creations and the mayor who focuses on the importance of work, where do we see their names being important in that part of Rabbi Yechonim Zakeh and the mayor? So for this, we have to explore a little bit deeper the two approaches of Rabbi Yechonim and Zakkai and of Rabbi Meir. On Rabbi Yechonim and Zakkai, we have a few questions. First of all, if the shame is from schlepping the sheep, then why do we wait until he slaughters it and sells it to, to differentiate between the ox and, and, and the sheep? And how is there shame to begin with if nobody sees, if he's stealing in the dark? Why does the Rabbi Yechonim Zakeh begin with an, with the statement Chas Hamakim Akvayin Shalbriyus Tevistir takes into consideration the dignity of creations, and if he's going to mention that statement, why not say that the Tevistir takes into consideration the dignity of the Ganiv, which is the way the Tanhuma uh, phrases it? So the explanation is like this: that in truth, there is no there is no lack of dignity in in the actual theft because nobody sees. When does the when does the, the shame begin? Once he is caught. And it comes to Besdin. And they have to discuss, is it a sheep? Is it an ox? In order to know how much to pay. Then everybody finds out that this guy stole a sheep. And then there is shame in the fact that he had to drag it on his shoulders when stealing it. So therefore, one might say, this is a very minute amount of shame. It happens much later. And it's just that people, no one sees it. They just hear about it. And therefore, why should we deduct an entire amount of the value of the of the sheep just for this little bit amount of shame? And therefore, Rashi begins with the statement, that there's something special about the Eivishter, that he has this, this extra compassion in the case of, a shame, of shame, and therefore we deduct the price. You deduct the, the, the amount. And if the Talmud Memulach, if the seasoned student is going to ask, at the end of the day, um, this is still not not uh, consistent the amount of shame so uh, to the uh, to the deduction that he's getting. Therefore, Rashi mentions the name of Yechonah Manzaki. Yechonah Manzaki was known to always greet people in the street, regardless of who it was. He was always the first to greet, showing us how precious to him is the dignity of people, even in the street. And therefore, since Yechonah Manzaki is so uh, careful with the dignity of people, this is why, in his opinion, the deduction is so great. Reb Meir, we have another question out of Meir. The Meir, Rashi starts with, come and see how great is the power of work. Why mention this? Why is this uh, uh, needed? Especially since it's very obvious. If, if there was a loss of, of wages or a loss of profit, then certainly the, the thief has to pay for it. So the explanation is like this. According to Pshat, one would understand that if there was a loss of profit because of the theft, that would be included in the principle. 
So if the person, if the, if the person wasn't able to plow his sheep, because plow his, uh, uses ox to plow, and therefore uh, lost money, then that would obviously be included in the principle. That's not even what Rabbi Meir is talking about. Rabbi Meir is talking about the importance of work, the fact that the owner of the ox couldn't work because he didn't have his ox. And this is why he gives uh, uh, an extra fine, because work is so important that the fact that the owner couldn't work uh, causes the thief to get an extra fine. And that's why he says, why he starts with that statement, because we're not talking about the loss of profit. We're talking about the importance of work and this great uh, 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 extra fine that he gets because he couldn't, he, he did not allow the, the owner to work. And if the seasoned student is going to ask, it's not a big deal. First of all, the oxen don't plow uh, uh, all the time. It's just maximum twice a year and only for a few hours a day, especially since an ox that was slaughtered is obviously an ox that wasn't really fit for work. And therefore, Rashi mentions the name of Reb Meir. Reb Meir in the Gemara has the opinion, that we take into consideration even minute amount of cases, uh, uh, cases that only have uh, a very small impact or very small possibility of impact. And therefore, according to Reb Meir, uh, uh, we are worried about the few times that the ox, might, that the owner couldn't work because of the the, uh, the 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 ox was stolen from him, and therefore Reb Mayer holds that you pay extra.